around for a minute. We was trying to do things like graduate college. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, I was trying to graduate college, man, and trying to, I guess, do whatever your parents want you to do, which is get a degree, right? Get, get a, a doctorate, job. get a job, and be stuck from nine to five. Yeah, so me and Andrew graduated college this May. Um, I feel good about it. I feel like, I feel, feel like, accomplished. Yeah, that's all yeah, I feel. I don't feel like I, I did feel something great. Else. I just, it's I like, f- dang, I stuck with it for yeah, four years. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, the only thing is, I do wish that um, I could forget the loans that's about to come through in about six or seven months. But outside of that, I'm happy and blessed. I feel like I can probably, you know, go find work and go do bigger and bad things. We have a guest today, a college friend of mine from Valdosta. Um, I got to make a podcast about Valdosta stories, but hey, this ain't going to happen today. <laughs> I got my boy Steven in the building. Oh, what's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Yo, man, Steve here. He's going to talk with us. We're going to talk about college and everything we've learned from college, the things we want to do, things we should have done, things we would, the advice would, yeah, the advice we give ourselves, really, um, after having our college experience. So I'm gonna start off. One advice I'll give my I would give myself is you should never panic when you was fucking up. Like I think that's one thing I should. I used to panic when I'm like on that C D line, like the like after your first test, because you know you only get like four tests, yeah, like, and you yeah yeah you I usually failed my first test. Like I always failed they're my all, first test, hard, hard. and then that's like the yeah. Exactly. Like, um, I failed like my, I remember my first class ever. It was like a bio class. Those weed out classes. I had like a 47 (laughs) straight up 47. And then like, I was like, yo, I only got three more tests. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, you so, yeah, you so used to high school because high school got like hella worksheets, hella homework. And then you, and like 35 quizzes. I hated homework in college though like who the fuck wants to go home and do homework about something that you're not gonna remember in like especially when it was like basically like you're you didn't get a homework grade it was like oh you have a pop quiz the next day or something something stupid like i didn't pay this much money to read this book and have you quiz me on it you know let me take a test and let me see what i know and it, it just pissed me off even more like you pay like 350 bucks for a bio book that's the scam they that's that's the i just got my student loan bill it's a scam oh yeah Man, i started getting mine back like right after i left Valdosta, i looked it up and i started paying them but then it was like yo i didn't realize it took out like two or three loans yeah. going to Valdosta state so it was like yeah not looking forward to having to pay that for the next little bit of my life but you know Bring it, bring it to your next thing. Try to try to save money in college. Don't spend it all on alcohol and stupid shit. That's that's <laughs> true, but like you can't even you can't even have money to save in college. <laughs> like when you get out, you get that first job. Yeah, you the key is the first job, and that's that's the struggle I think every kid faces. Is they tell you to go, but they never tell you to prepare after. Yeah, that's the same thing with high school. They tell you to go to college, but they never prepared you for college. Now you went to college, and now they don't prepare you for the real world, which is getting your credit right. So you know that's my biggest like thing with college that like sucks because yeah, it's like like we said, yo, I feel accomplished just because I finished this. But no matter what job I do, besides you know like a doctor or a lawyer or something like that, I don't need whatever I did in college. 
they're going to teach me anything that I need in that job to be successful. Yeah, that's another reason why college is a scam. Like, given both of y'all just said, you know, college and high school didn't prepare you for the real world. But, like, honestly, what's the point of high school? Because it doesn't prepare you for college. You don't learn any any hard facts about what life is about to be like. And same things with college. Like, I'd rather go be an intern somewhere, learn what I need to learn about the job, the specifics that I need to know to be successful in that field, and then, you know, work there for, like, 20, 30 years and retire. That, That sounds like a good idea to me, but, you know... Parents, teachers, counselors all push you to go to college. And, I mean, it's worth going. You know, I've learned a lot about myself when I went to Valdosta State. It's a good experience. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to turn down it at all. I mean, obviously, a lot of times you can't even get hired at places, you know, without it. So, it's definitely useful, but it's hard. Not not the schoolwork itself, just getting prepared. And, you know, afterward, the after the aftermath of college, you know, like, Getting that first job, just in half the time they're like, "Oh, we want people with experience." Well, I had to go to college first. How am I gonna get a job if I don't have experience? You know, so it's it's tough, but just keep out and grinding. You know what it is? I think, I think, back in the, I think this is the generation gap. You know, I always talk about like we live in a time where there's three generations fucking with each other. Yeah. So we got the baby boomers. We got. The, the generation X or Y, whatever, like the the, the 30, yeah, the 30s, and then us, the millennials. And we're very arrogant. We think we know everything because we've, we've been blessed with technology out yeah. of full strength. We've been blessed with instant gratification. We want good. something, we can get it right now. I'm hungry, I get food right now. We need I to need, take it, like, I think we need to definitely take a little bit from everybody, you know? Exactly, that's what we need to do. But however, we've been raised that, you need something, go get it. Yeah. I want some McDonald's, I get it right now. I want some, I don't have a car, I need to go somewhere, Uber got me right now. Right. I need, whatever I need, I can get right now. See, it's kind of hard to go from generation to generation, though, because if you notice, like, the older generations, they're, they get stuck in their ways, and then they're not as lenient or willing to listen to right. whatever, you know, whatever we have going on with our generation, or even the generation under us. Um... Like, I know I talked to my grandma about some stuff going on, and she gave me her advice, but it was like, that doesn't even sound like something I would have done looking back a couple generations. If I was in your generation, I don't think that's something I would have done. So, you know, it's it would be nice if we could go, you know, take something from each generation, make it a big melting pot of ideas or whatever. But it's, like, like Reggie said, we are arrogant, and then we got the... I definitely the stagnant people. You know, because you get, like, the older generations who are in charge of stuff right now, let's be real. That's the problem. And I'm not saying that their way is completely right either. I'm not saying that at all. But, like, a lot of guys, like you said, and girl, like, you know, these young people, they're going out and expecting, oh, I went to college. I should have a six-figure salary right out of the bat. Like, but you, you know nothing about what you're doing, you know. And my thing, too, I'm old school in this fashion. Like, you got to work, you know, you got to pay your dues. Almost like you know how any sport you played or anything like that. Yeah, you you started at the bitch. bottom. Yeah, you, 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 well, not even that. But, like, say, oh, you're, you're the freshman. You grab the bucket. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, little stuff like that. And then, obviously, you can work your way through it. And I'm not saying, like, you have to do that. But I definitely think that there needs to be, you know, some kind of separation. You got to work for it. Yeah, I think what makes – I think 
we, I think also too though. Okay, we arrogant. Mm-hmm. The older generations, because they're in charge, they tend not to teach us. They're stubborn. Right? Yeah, very yeah. stubborn. And then the really the good generation is the X, the ones that are in the middle. Right. They kind of understand a, us, a mix of both, and yeah. they understand us. So they and they're really the ones that should be in charge right now. Right. Like there's no reason why. It's just because they haven't been there for forty years. Yeah, yeah like, like, like I, I was telling my dad that, like, we was talking about politics, but like, I was telling him, like, the president should not be seventy. Mm-hmm. Like, it should be a forty-year-old guy. <laughs> like, like, it can't be a like. What can you think for my future right. if he's seventy? <laughs> like, because well, you're not even thinking the same kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? like you can't. You just can't. No. I mean, that's the one problem right there. You just we need. First of all, we just need to give the torch to the young folks. And by the young folks, I'm talking about the 45 right, to not the 28. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then the 28, the 45 to 28 is going to teach us the 21s and the 22s. Um, but one thing, too, I think we just got to understand is we're soft. Cause I, I 100% agree with we're, that. We've been baby, like, oh, oh like yeah. I remember sports, like, you lost, but you're still a winner. You do, yeah, you still get a trophy. So we're so... All that participation yeah. right there. Yeah. I don't yeah. want that. needs to go away. Yeah. yeah so we're so crazy. soft, so when we deal with our first moment yeah, of adversity... Sensitivity. Like, if somebody, if somebody says something to people now, they get all bent out of shape. I'm just like, calm down and, like, take yeah. it, you know, take yeah. it with so a grain of salt. Offended? That's what I'm saying, but, like... But it, but it might not even be something that's actually like offensive, you know. It'd be like, oh Reggie, I don't like the way you did this. Like it, this isn't done correctly. And they'll be like, oh, but, but I should still like get a pat on the back, you know. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't think that. I think, like you said, we're soft as a generation. Not everybody, but yeah, our generation is very soft because I've, and I think our gener, it's soft is because we want to please everyone. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like almost you're like walking on eggshells. Yeah, and yeah, and then the thing is, not everybody's supposed to be pleased, man. Some people are supposed to eat the dirt, man. I, I do believe yeah. in that, you know. I, there's a reason why um, lions beat the shit out of the gazelles and the zebras, you know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, zebras got to just take that L, and some people in society got to take the L. Um, and But the good thing about humans, we can come up. You know, we can find a way to come up the ladder, right. get an opportunity to take us, you know, do different things, get life insurance, and hopefully you know, we can do something to move up the ladder as far as compared to animals. But do you think now, because we're college educated now, do you even think it's necessary by the time you have kids? Because when you see, yeah, because when you see where the future is heading, jobs are going away due to technology. So I the mean, job that used to take 10 people to do, three people can do it now. Um, yes, let's take robots. Uber for example. Yeah. Uber is working on automated cars, so I don't know if I'll trust that. But fuck an Uber driver now, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. what are you gonna tell your kid in 2045 when he's ready to go to college? I mean, I guess it's definitely gonna depend on what's. I, I don't want to say the norm, but almost like the norm. Like right now, you know, it's kind of like if you want a job, you know, outside of. I mean, obviously, you can go to like trade schools and stuff like that. But if you want a job, certain places won't hire you unless you go to college. I don't know if it'll be that way or how it'll be, so I guess that'll also depend. But, I mean, I was, like, raised basically, oh, you're going to school. Like, it doesn't matter. You're going to school, which, I mean, isn't necessarily the right way because I know a lot of successful people in my family, uh, like, outside of my, like, immediate, that make a lot of money and didn't go to school, you know? So it's hard to say, and like you said, what kind of jobs will even be out there? You don't know. Yeah. The one thing I believe is there'll be new jobs. I believe with, with well, yeah, technology, to, uh, there'll be some new jobs. Yeah, exactly. But it, would all the jobs be IT? Like, I, I really don't want to study IT. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was about to say. Like, my major when I went to Valdosta State was computer information systems. 
And with that, it's a guaranteed job no matter right. where you go because mm-hmm. technology is booming. Like, there's always new advances. Given it's going to take jobs away from certain fields, but I'm a I'm a advocate I'm an advocate for technology as far as you know it's helpful just as long as we keep it under control and it's all managed. So you know, twenty forty five whatever year you said, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my kid. Well, my kids. I plan on having multiple. It, like. If you want to go to college, go to college. If you want to go into the military, think about it first. But if you if that's what you want to do, you know, go ahead and do it. If you want to go to trade school, go ahead and do it. Um, you know, my thing is don't don't rush your kids into doing something just because you did it, right? Or because the generations before yeah, you did it. Definitely. Like if I knew how college was gonna go for me, I would have taken a year off and then go. Right. Like I feel like coming straight out of high school, I wasn't mentally prepared for that. Mm-hmm. But you know, to each his own. Um, but yeah, like I, I want my kids in the future to know that they have options compared to how, like you said, you, oh, you're going to school. You don't have a choice, but yeah, it was either go to school or go to like a trade school and get a job. One of the two, you mm-hmm. know, which I mean, I mean, and, and I know they only do it because, you know, they want to see me have like some kind of career. I'm not saying yeah. that, but back to your point on like jobs, it's going to be kind of weird. Cause if you know, a lot of times if you don't have that college and some people just write out of high school and stuff, or they just don't go to college, and they end up, you know, at Wendy's or McDonald's or whatever the case may be. Back to your point of technology, those owners might have robots to do all that. So, you know, those jobs might not be there. No, like you said, I think we'll have some kind of other jobs. But if it's IT-focused and that person has no idea about it and you didn't, like, go to a school to find out about it, what do you do? You know? Yeah, I think there will be jobs, but, like, I don't think a 16-year-old will be able to work in the future. See, I also see that. I, I don't you know? think those people have those part-time jobs while you're in high school, you know, bagging groceries. or Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Or, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Working at, you know, these restaurants, bartending, or, or not bartending, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, Yo, like, talking about bartending, that's a, like a, like it does it for you. You just put in the drink. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, so all those kind of jobs are going to be gone, maybe. Who knows? I can't tell you. We were supposed to have flying cars, and all we have is those fidget spinners. So I don't. I'm not really sure. I I'm not really sure, but it'll be interesting That's to true, see. Man. Um, technology is scaring me because I feel like we are. It's moving faster than we are adapting to it. Mm-hmm. But that's our fault too. Well, I feel like it's so relied on nowadays. I mean, think about it. If you forget your phone at home, you're like, oh shit! Like my, you know, everything's on my phone. So. Not even just phones, but, you know, computers. Everything's through the cloud. Everything's through online. Everything's done by some kind of system nowadays. So it kind of is like, if we had just had, like, an outage, I feel like all businesses would just stop. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. Man, it's kind of, it's it's alarming to me because I just, when I I graduated, the day I graduated, I was looking around, you know, everybody's happy. And I'm like, but... Do I did I really learn something? Like I knew I learned what I majored in, but like did I really learn? But did even, I really learn? Even it? that, did you like really? Could you really say like I learned so much from it? Because honestly, I can say I had two classes that were beneficial out of every class I took in college. The rest of it, I learned it for that test, and then boom, right out the other year, you know, my right out of my mind. Now, if I sat in a room and like was sitting there for a couple minutes or you know a class or two, yeah, I'm sure it would come back. But I feel like half of it was just a waste of time. It's because college was just there to teach us the discipline. It is a discipline. That's what it is. Yeah. It's an expensive 
lesson and discipline. But what do you do if your parents gave you that already? So once that's the thing. Once if your parents did that job at home, yeah, you don't need the discipline you learned from college. I so, think. I mean, I think college also helps. You know, with, with people a, skills, like a maturity thing, people skills. You know, like he's saying, like you know, I kind of found my way. But I feel yeah. like with the I feel maturity like you grow thing, up, but I feel like you would do that, like yeah, you said, regardless. Because like, at that you're age, going from 18 to, you know, 21, 22 years old, you're yeah. going to grow up. Regardless. Well, I mean, most people do, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I think being in a college atmosphere helps you mature a lot faster than, right. say, if you were living at home with your parents, still doing whatever you do. You right. know, I'm not knocking that, but I feel like, especially my personal experience, you know, being in Valdosta, 18 years old with an apartment, mm-hmm. paying rent and all of that shit. Like you, you have to learn that like you can't do certain shit, you can't let certain shit slide anymore, you can't procrastinate, and then that goes into classes too. So college teaches you, well, you teach yourself life skills that you can apply on a bigger concept than what you would think. You know when it would apply to whatever situation you're going through. So you know that's a big positive coming out of college, but. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think you know there's beneficial things, and then obviously there's pros and cons about it. Oh, definitely money. I mean, yeah. I mean, for especially people when they're working and stuff, you know, and paying rent and all that. So you got to pay your, your, you know, your student loans, you know, school stuff, textbooks, food, rent, your car, maybe gas. I mean, insurance. It makes you grow up fast. And like, like we were talking about, you can't get that high-paying job, you know, right out of school. I mean, some people have a good gig, you know, at certain places, but is it? Can you really afford all that? Is it something you want to do for the rest of your life? Right. Yeah. That's a that's another question. Like a lot of people in our generation, like they think as soon as you graduate you're gonna get ninety thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. and you're gonna be happy doing it. Like that's not the case. I can tell you now, my brother in law got his masters from SCAD and he went right back to cutting hair because <laughs> he didn't know what he wanted to do with his masters. Yeah. What was his masters on? Um what was it? It was graphic design and he did a little bit with coding, but it's mostly graphic design. But now he, he's one of the top graphic design artists in Atlanta. Like my sister's a stay-at-home mom. She's an accounting major. She right. has her bachelor's. They live in a million-dollar house. Like now I see why you went through all of that. But right. it's like he was telling me stories. Just like he cut hair and worked at McDonald's and paid for his undergrad. And like I said, coming out of, coming out of undergrad he was cutting hair to make money to go back for his bachelor's and he said honestly it wasn't worth it because i could have gone to a technical college and gotten a degree for a quarter of the price and i probably would have ended up doing the same thing Mm -hmm. so you know you got to pick your bottles yeah i mean it's kind of weird because you never know like i mean i I, honestly for me college was more about networking because you you never know who you meet and what kind of opportunities could come from it I mean, even if it's not then and there, like, you know, let's say, like, you graduate or you're you're not even in school anymore, whatever the case may be, you had a class with this one dude, and, you know, five, six years down the road, he's like, oh, my, I have, like, this perfect opportunity for you. Like, yeah. how you been, blah, 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 yeah. you know? And something can emerge from that. So it's kind of interesting to see. I mean, I've already seen it a little firsthand, you know, like, from people like, oh, I can hook you up with this job or, you know, this. Give you an opportunity to, you know, do whatever you want. So I, I think that was beneficial too. I think I think another aspect of of college that what keeps us going is the independent 
I think one thing I especially when you go to a school like Valdosta, who's mm-hmm. like the only thing there is the school. Right. Oh man, you can get in trouble. Yeah, oh my god. So much stupid shit. You and I think that's what makes college like, oh, that guy that that you met five right, seasons. Yeah, exactly. it's like I remember that party or uh-huh, that. Yeah, that was, oh dude, remember that one night? Yeah, 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 so like when you create those memories, I think it gives it a better bond. Mm-hmm. But also too, like, oh shoot, like you have a a level of trust and respect for the people you had fun with in right. college, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like exactly like having Steven here. Me and Steven had so many drunk stories, <laughs> so many like you know like just parties, just like yeah. dumb parties we did or parties we went to at, at my like at I my apartment. Yeah, like it was just like just like just fun environments and like that's why I was telling you guys earlier. One thing I miss about like college is having a plethora of women to try. <laughs> you yeah, because you can get away with a lot more <laughs> yeah. in college environment than you can. Just being in, in like, yeah, yeah, like, like, I'm like, how do I get girls now? Like, I have to just go talk to them at Walmart when I see one. Like, how do you really pick up it's girls like now? Creepy, you, know? you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's one thing I really never worked on in my game because I've just been picking up girls from school. Right, it's just like, yeah, oh, you, oh, you're you know, but now it's like... Two things in common and something they like. Yeah. And you're in there. Like, yeah. you don't have to worry about it. Or if you need help with a class? Oh, that's the best. Yeah, I got this project. Can you help me out with it? So it's like that. That's the fun thing I miss. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna miss just being young and dumb. I'm I'm really gonna miss yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, just like and having that responsibility afterwards. You know, like, oh, I gotta go to work. Like I was telling you earlier, it's like, oh, hey, man, what you doing today? You want to just go to by the pool or l- let's go to lunch? Let's go do whatever you want to go, whatever it is. You know, you'd be like, oh, sorry, I got work. You know, I, I can't stay out late. I gotta get up tomorrow. So it makes you grow up. That's for sure. So, what advice would you give your young self? Um, let's say you had a, a, a time machine. You could go back in 2012 after you graduate high school. And what advice you would tell the 18-year-old Andrew? Uh, I mean, still live it up, you know. Definitely any chance you had to have fun or just, you know, meet people um, that you could have probably taken advantage of. Like, ah, I'm not going out tonight or whatever the case may be. Do that. Focus on your grades. I mean, as you know, as boring as that is, it's actually, you know, that's why you're there. But it also can open up some doors. I'd say also probably get more involved in stuff on campus. I feel like it would have made the whole like college experience a different side of it. You know, not to mention you meet more people or whatever the case may be. But I wasn't like too. I mean, I had my friend group and I had like you know some clubs and stuff. But like get involved. Go to, like, the sporting events, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, you look back, and, like, when you're an alum, you're like, oh, I should go to, you know, whatever game. Okay, she baseball game this week. Yeah. So, I would say that. Yeah, what about you, Steve? Um. All right, so I graduated high school when I was 17. So, I would have given myself clearly. Okay, first thing, find a mentor. Because that's what a lot of people don't do. They go into whatever situation that they're in thinking, you know, I got this. I'm going to take care of this. I don't care how long it takes. It it makes life so much simpler if you have a mentor. And like you were saying, get involved on campus. I've pledged Alpha Phi Omega Community Service Fraternity. Um, I met a lot of people. Uh, you know, I, I didn't get to see my boys for a minute. But I met a lot of people who have made positive influences on my life. And I, I pledged in 2014 spring semester and 
I plan on inviting some of these people to my wedding. Like, you, I, these are long-term friends, and you know it. Getting getting involved on campus helps you acquire a sense of accountability too. As far as you know, you have your friends, but then you have stuff that you're obligated to do because if you don't do it, then somebody else can't do whatever they're doing. Right. So you know, getting getting involved on campus, I would have started a little earlier. Um. And honestly, myself, I would have told. I would have said, stay on campus. Don't move. Don't move to an apartment off yeah. rip. Like, really? yeah, because that's that's when I gave myself the opportunity to start messing up. <laughs> and then, you know, I made a couple bad decisions. Um, but, you know, there's there's a lot that can come from having the independence. I guarantee you, your college experience will be a lot more fun with your own spot. But um, back to the topic, get a mentor, get involved on campus earlier. And leave the floozies alone. Oh, my God. Women are not... I'm not going to say that they're not important, but they're not as important as men in our society try to, you know, make them seem. Um, you know, it's oh, always... Hold up, hold up. You got to really word that away. Okay. Yeah, that, that, did, that, did, that did sound real biased. That did, that did sound real biased. Okay. Getting ass is not more important than making genuine connections when it comes to women. Okay. That's okay. Fair. Damn, that sounded so biased. <laughs> My bad. So, so you're trying to say is don't really focus on that on the physical side of the girl, more into building or actually just getting to know the girl. Yeah, just like you have, just like you 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 know, for guys we have our set group of guy friends. We can say whatever we want to, you know, call them up anytime. I feel like. There's a gap across genders as far as that because a lot of women feel like men just want to get in good to get in good, uh, you know, for lack of better terminology. Um, I just feel like society, as far as men and women are involved, it's become very, very biased. There's a lot of um, subjective opinions on the matters, like, you know, your personal experiences made you think the way that you think instead of you know, watching somebody else, like watching your parents, how they interacted with each other. And then compared to how you interacted with the chick that you hit last week, there's a big difference. So, you know, just keep it a lot more genuine when it comes to women, get involved on campus earlier and get a mentor. Those would be my top three. I like how you said that. Cause we had a podcast. We were talked about like how I, I was saying that, um, I put that blame on the girls because I feel like as men we let the girl know we're assholes, and they just oh, choose yeah. to, that, to that's to, my to, opening line. Yeah, I'm, I'm a blunt asshole. <laughs> but and they choose to ignore it until you hurt them. Um, so guys kind of do the guys do the same thing, but we play it off as we're not as vulnerable as we really are. In my we, opinion, like we ignore when the girl. Yeah, we ignore certain signs that might be red flags, but then when it happens on a bigger scale, it's like yo, like what the fuck just happened? Do you think we ignore them or are they just so sneaky you can't even catch it? Because I think that's the thing. I think we so they so sneaky, you can't believe like, nah, she won't do that. You know, like... See, I think it's both. Like, we choose to ignore it, but then it's like, it might be... The situation might be deeper than what you think it is. But then her perspective on it is like, yo, I can't fuck with him no more. <laughs> And I feel like we choose we choose to ignore that. Like I had this situation happen in Valdosta. Unfortunately, it involved uh, somebody cheating on somebody, and then she turned around and did the same thing to me. 
I chose to ignore that. I chose to ignore that possibility. I mean, obviously, it was worth it. It was was fun for the moment. It it was worth it for the moment. Thank you, Reggie. Yeah, Yeah. it was worth it for the moment. But looking back at it, it was like, yo, like, why the fuck did you even do that shit? And I talked to her about it afterwards, and it was like. They don't even know themselves. They don't. She figured she figured out a lot about herself from that situation. And I'm sorry for the for the guy who took the L in the situation. That wasn't me. But like doing sleazy shit teaches you about yourself, but it's not a good way to go about learning life lessons. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't feel like I have to fuck up to learn about myself, man. That's true. <laughs> like, that's I, true. like like smart people learn from their own mistake, wise people learn from the mistake of others. I can just let somebody else make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'll sit back and watch you mess up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I never, to my knowledge, I never got cheated on. Yeah, I'm going to say to my knowledge, I never got cheated on. Because you never know. You know, you probably just never find out. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> See, Reggie's putting, like, little things in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that, that's what woke up with my ex. I know you remember her. Yeah, yeah. Like, I felt like I was getting cheated on, and then she started dating this dude that I knew. Like, two weeks after we broke up, but then went back and cheated on him with me. So, like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, it's probably the same thing, man. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Um, I always say this, too. If you ain't marrying them, they're for everybody. They are just choosing you at the moment. Like, this very moment, they are just choosing you, bro. Can, can You've been in a four-year relationship. You're pretty much about to get married. You, so you don't think you you think like oh it like depends like what I mean, I mean if we're talking like oh we're just like hanging out we're dating no she's your girlfriend okay she's I'm your girlfriend you girlfriend title. she's your girlfriend but for how long let's say it's it's six months in six, six months, months in okay six months in I mean I would be faithful I'm not saying that but like some people aren't they don't care. But but I'm just saying how to do, to react to it like so when how to react if like the cheat yeah it's to remember I mean, that for I'd still everybody be off. yeah I'd be of pissed course. off yeah hundred percent would you take it back no if somebody cheated Period. on me somebody cheated on me hundred percent now no matter what what if it's like you're not hitting it right what if you no. just was unsatisfied <laughs> no yeah no still no. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't be okay with it. No. You're telling me you would be. Somebody no, cheats I'm on just, you, and then a week this, later, like, oh, no, I'm sorry, Reggie. This, this is a cheater, always a cheater. I don't want yeah, to but, exactly. But this is how you got to look at cheating. Like, cheating happens in, in different spectrums. Break up with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One reason a, a girl might cheat on you is because you're not satisfying her. If that's the reason, I have to look at myself in the mirror. I can't just be like, oh, she's fucking. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I didn't do something right. Okay. It still you know doesn't make it. It still doesn't. Make yeah, it yeah. Right. No, okay, that doesn't make cheating any better than fondling a chick's breast if you're in a relationship. Like yeah, what? Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying you can't just be like, oh, she's a hoe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't do that. But if that's the case, if she's cheating on you because you're not hitting it right, she can tell you what the fuck she likes. She doesn't have to go screw another dude to get what she wants. Communication is key, like we said on that episode. Communication, Communication is, key. is key. I was just trying, y'all, because. But why do you think girls take us back? Because when we cheat, it's like, you know you're going to get her back. It's like, it's like if you want to keep your girl, you might have to cheat on her. I think because... It, 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 just, it just sounds... I'm just saying, from what I've seen... I'm talking not, not, it's blasphemy! It's blasphemy. <laughs> I know it's blasphemous. It's very uh, blasphemous. But you cannot tell me you don't know a couple girls that just took guys back. Yeah, just, I know guys that took girls back. And I think it's just because... That's even worse. I think it's a sensitivity thing, maybe. Like... Or they just truly like that person. Like, my buddy who got cheated on loved his girl. Like, loved her. 
she cheated on him twice. She cheated on him because she knows she could. Twice. That's why she cheated though. She only cheated because she knows she could get away with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? She, she, I'm going to tell you, one thing I've learned about girls, that's why I'm saying if I have a daughter, she's really going to hate me. Like, one thing we, I think we failed is we don't really teach them accountability like we teach boys. Yeah. So girls go up thinking, oh, it's I can get what I want. Right? And also, too, girls are so powerful, they can just know how to fill their voids. Mm -hmm. So, like, this is what I mean by, like, she's choosing you at the moment. There's times a girl's talking to you or dating you. It's not because she really like you. It's because you fill up this void, whether it's like attention void or lonely void. Well, I mean, they void, might just want somebody to go to or get some dick or whatever, or, you know, you know get what a free saying? meal or whatever. Right. But it's I want just a, meal a void. And I want somebody to take some pictures with me. Yeah, it's just a saying? void. Yeah. And then right after that void hits the meter, you get cut off with the I want to focus in school. I want to go do. You know what I'm saying? I had a I had a chick told me. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying that's that's. That's the that's the thing. So she's using you just like you're using her. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah. Not saying that. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but okay. the, the thing about men, we never think about them being evil. They are. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. Women are very, very manipulative. <laughs> but, but, yeah, people men, suck. Men are so manipulative, they don't think women can be. Right. And then women are really better than us at it. Oh, they're, they're, they're <laughs> way better. They're, they're better at it. See, better I, I had this chick tell me that she cut me off because I smoke too much. No, we smoked together every day. I smoked too much, and I didn't want to stop smoking with her. And she was trying to get back into being a devout Christian. I went back to Valdosta two months later. Guess who I started twerking on a pole, smoking a blunt? Okay. Um, yeah, I feel you on that. I, one thing, too, like I've been seeing, and I don't know what this trend has been lately, but like this this idea of, and that's goes for girls and guys, where we're just trying to like, oh, I, I, I need to better myself. And, and like, they're trying to show off like they I mean, focus. I'm an independent. I need yeah, to do this. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I got my own. Like, y'all, we don't have shit. Period. You don't have shit. You're not popping right now. Nobody's Let's popping right now. <laughs> no one is popping right now. And I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm just saying like, everything's a matter of perspective, right? Yeah. You are 22 years old. You're not supposed to have it all figured out. Like, this idea no, that like like, we are like, stressing like, ourselves because we're broke and can't find a job. We're supposed to be. Like, we're, like if you had it the, the other way around, you should be scared because that means you're about to lose it. Fast money comes and you lose it fast. But that slow money builds time and equity. You know, we, I feel like right now I want to struggle so much to, like, for the next year and a half because I know after that everything's going to be a smooth ride. Wait, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't want to be. Broke. I'm not saying I have to yeah. become homeless. I don't want to go but back through the college. I don't want to go back through the college struggle to get where I'm going out of college. Yeah, I'm not saying I have to be homeless, but I'm expecting to face adversity. I'm expecting yeah. to be like not get my first interview. You're gonna hit, yeah, you know, roadblocks. Obviously, yeah. 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 especially at this age, you know, trying out different, you know, jobs, going to different interviews, whatever the case may be. You're gonna hit those roadblocks, and you, you like you said, you got to move past them. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's how you Don't really bring you down. Yeah, and I think that's how you really figure out yourself. It's not about how you handled a relationship, or because relationships to me are very easy. If you love the person, you're gonna do right by them. Period. It's it's, it's, it's like it's not it's not rocket science. People make it seem like they have to have this thing set, like their career set, their money set, so they can no. You like the person, that person likes you. Y'all gonna find a way to mesh. I, got, I was having this conversation with a chick and she called me shallow. 
In what ways? Um, she didn't even actually. She didn't even go into detail. I said I don't. I don't necessarily want a chick who has it all figured out right now because obviously she missed something along the way. Um, I don't get how that would make you shallow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so wait, having a different mentality about dating makes I me shallow. On shallow, I saw it on Twitter, believe it or not. And it was like, yeah, mom was on Twitter if a guy tells a girl like, "Oh, I don't want to date you because you know you're like heavy or whatever the case may be," but if a girl's like, "You're not tall enough, I don't want to date you." We're pigs, but they're fine. Yeah, you know? that's mean, the there's, accountability there's part I've been saying. Standards. That's no, the accountability. I just like that one. Like, kind of stood out to me because it was just kind of like a. Some things you can't control, you know what I mean? Yeah, and okay. Speaking of Twitter, why do a lot of women ask questions that they damn that they know that they damn sure don't want the answer to? The chick was asking me what my preferences were, what my preferences are. At that point in time, my mentality was: if I can't pick you up, I can't fuck with you. And that that is shallow. But then, you know, I elaborated on it. How much did you bench though? You know? Back then, I was probably pushing like. When I was actually working out, like, 175, 180 reps, and then, God, max, probably, like, 225. No. But, no, nah, I probably can't do that right now to save my life. But, um, what was it? Yeah, I was, like, why ask questions that you don't want the answers to? And you know that you're, that you're probably not going to get the answer that you're looking for. Because, like... Deep down inside, if a woman asks you what your preferences are, she's trying to see if you like her. Yeah. So if you know that, if you know me personally, like, why would you ask me that question and you know you're not my type? Don't call me shallow afterwards for what I say, just because it doesn't fit your mold. Your mold, you know, you don't qualify, so I'm shallow. Like, what the fuck? That's so dead. I mean, she, she, she's just taking a hard. She just had to just make herself feel good. Some positive vibes yeah, her way. She, she was all. trying to make herself feel good But um, I always When we talk about relationships And I, I put it down to one thing um, I, Like I, I don't want to blame nobody Because at the end of the day Like I said if you like someone You're going to do what's necessary I do believe we're not setting the right examples For the girls to behave properly though We are not making girls believe men are good So we are fucking up so much right so it's like I don't even blame a girl for thinking, for talking to three different guys. Cause, I blame society, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like she has to have options because she girls are seeing so many men do wrong. And I'm not saying cheating. I'm just saying men are just not paying attention to them. Men are not making sure they are right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even talking about cheating, disobeying, or like hitting them. Just simple things like not paying attention to that. Like, oh, like, how was your day? Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, like, so, I, I can't, I can see why girls are wet, do what they do now. Like, I don't even blame them. why they have, like, those booty shorts on twerking on poles? I don't see that. <laughs> 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 or go to a party and dance with their friends, but not guys. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I never understood that. Like, I mean, I get it. You want to have a good time with your girls, but that's a little suspect. But, you know. Um, Let's be honest here, right? <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry, but it'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's I don't know. That's that's the thing. It's as we grow, I feel like I feel like my job as a man is to help anybody around me, men or female, to to grow too. If you're my friend, or even if you're just a coworker, 
Like, whatever I can help you grow and whatever you can do to help me grow, that's what we're supposed to do with each other as humans. And certain things, like, we're supposed to agree and certain things we might just disagree. But that doesn't mean you're, you're a fucked up person because of that. And and people get, people get funny. It's funny because I, I was in the Uber a couple of days ago and I, was, I did the pool, right? So this old lady got in the car. Old lady. I'm talking about 70-something. And then we just started talking, right? Because she said I look like Tay Diggs. And then we just started. (laughs) 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 So, like, like, um, so we just started talking, right? And then we got into the whole Trump thing, right? And then, yo, since you're white, Andrew, I need to know. Why do white people, like, when they talk about something that might get racial... They have to show they're not really racist by like <laughs> saying like I have a lot of black friends or something. So she, I, mean, I personally don't say that, but I mean, I guess because nowadays, half the time I feel like if you say anything, you're classified as like a racist. racist yeah. so, I feel yeah. like it sucks to be white right now. Right, like, you does. can't say shit. We're, we're the minority right now. <laughs> white people cannot say shit right now. <laughs> Everything they say is offensive. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe you just said that. And I'd be like, oh, it wasn't even against anything. Yeah. So she was like. She was like, you know what I like about Trump? You know what I, I she said she voted for Trump. I was like, that's cool. Like, I really don't yeah. care. Because I never expect the president to define the future. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a bigger thing than the president. And she said, Trump is good because he can shake things up. And I'm like, that's true. I just don't believe it needs to be him. Like, mm-hmm. Bernie could have shook things up. Right. You know, John Kasich, who I really wanted, could have shook things up. I just don't believe we need to take it to the Trump level. But she made her points, and I give her, I give her her points. I, 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 I can clearly see why. But and it, but before she made that point, she was trying to say she goes to a tr- black church, a tr- a, yeah, a all church right, that all has all right. no, but not even <laughs> that. Not, you don't need to say that. But let's be real. How many white people actually go to a black church? I myself would love to try it. It looks so fun. I'm not saying that. It's too long, bro. It is. It seems long. It seems long, and it seems odd. Like it seems like a good old time. I'm not saying that, but like. It's too I don't know about that. It's too like, long. I, I couldn't see myself just walking to an all black church. I just yeah. feel like I would be like really awkward for like, me. I don't she's know. trying to say it's like sixty five percent black and okay, the rest well, is maybe, diverse. I mean, yeah. I mean, where I've gone to church, I've had you know all kinds of people. I'm not yeah, saying that. But, but. Um, she wasn't racist. I think. I think. I think a lot well, of she white. She told you she has black. <laughs> yeah. So. I think white people just are not comfortable around black people enough. I think a lot of white people are very not comfortable. I, mean, I guess it just depends. I think it goes both ways. Yeah, a lot. That's, yeah, to be honest, black people need to work on it more than white people. Because white people have a normal I don't really get the culture. Whole, I don't get the whole thing. Like, I can hang out with y'all, and it's not, like, I don't feel uncomfortable. And yeah. even when I meet some random person, like, I'm not yeah. going to be like, but, oh, I, but I, this is where I it gets tricky. Right this they is might, where it gets tricky. To rob me or something. This is why I see I think black people need to work on it more than white people. As for. There's the demographics of black people. There's like black people, and then there's niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's a true statement. There's like, and then like that part of the black we, culture. We went from college. <laughs> that part of the black culture, I completely understand why white people are afraid. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm afraid. I mean, just, Mark, <laughs> Mark Cuban's example is the best. I mean, like you know, yeah. I see a guy with you know tattoos all over his face who's white. I'm walking the other way. I see a black dude who, with a, wearing a hood in the middle of the night in an alley. I'm walking the other way. Yeah, you know, same here. And I'm black. Same. I mean, it's it's you're uncomfortable in certain situations and like appearances where like necessarily they, nothing might be going on, but just by I'm scared by physical appearance. Like I said, if it was a white dude, tattoos all over his face, like you know, with a gun on him, I'm 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 not gonna go near him. So what do you think we have to do? Like I I don't understand like. 
race relations right now are really at an all-time high yeah. in a positive manner. But at the same time, it's like the worst it's been since the civil rights movement, right? See, that comes, That's like, this. I don't understand that high and that low are together. That comes with simple exposure to the other side. Like a lot of a lot of the minorities, you know, that I have exposure to, they stick to their group and their group only. Just like, I hate, I hate to say this, I hate to say this, but just like the Asians on Valdosta State's campus, they stick together. All of them live in the same area. It's it's comfort thing. Yeah, you feel like safe and comfortable. You know what I mean? It's not like out of your comfort zone. But for society to actually excel, like. I guess the intellectuals will like it too. You can't. You have to step outside of your comfort zone, or right. it's gonna. There's gonna be a cycle of hatred, misunderstanding, or just like getting the wrong perspective about something. Like I, get, I think also like right now in today's world, the violence I don't think helps. You know what I mean? You got places like in Chicago and stuff. There's like an average murder a day. I mean, statistically saying, in like all black neighborhoods, you know what I mean? A lot of it's black on black, so it's not even like black on white or black on whatever, or white on whatever. I mean, most crimes are the same to same race. That's what I'm saying. You, you commit crime in your proximity. Right, right. White people, that's where you are. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I just don't, I mean, maybe people get that, I mean, that oppression, you know, like, oh, he's oh, black, yeah. he must be a, a killer, he must, oh, he's gonna rob me. I'm glad you said that. You know images, images rule the world. Right. Yeah, exactly. the image white people see about black people on TV I completely understand why they think that way. But it's not like, yeah. you know, the average black person is yeah. not that person, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's, I guess that's where it comes from, and it kind of sucks, but, I mean, it makes sense. Okay, looking at me, where where would you think I'm from? Like, are you Just, talking like United States-wise? Yeah, or United like, States. I mean, I guess Georgia. Or... <laughs> okay, I'm from Detroit, Michigan, born and raised. Yeah. I, when I tell people that, I've had tell people tell me, you're not from Detroit. You're from Alpharetta. You look like you're from Alpharetta. <laughs> what Alpharetta. the fuck is that supposed to mean? Just because... I guess, I guess it's the rep. When you hear, like, Detroit, you think, yeah. like, 8 Mile. You know what I'm saying? But that's right. His name is Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but that's just because it's a stereotype. That's all it is. I mean, when you see, like, a white person in the country, you're probably like, oh, shit, this guy's flying a rebel flag. He's racist as hell. Like, I'm not going over there. I mean, it's a stereotype thing, and that's what sucks about the world. But stereotyping is necessary. People act like it's not. I believe generalization and stereotyping are very necessary. To an extent, yes. To an extent. Yeah, because at the end of the day, let, let's keep it real. There's a lot of black people committing crimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we, 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 we try to fight like, oh, you know, they can't look at us that way. But um, a lot of us are doing it. So we need to also think about that too. Like I always look at the police incidents. And then I always like try to take a take a step back because I'm like, because I've been pulled over by a cop plenty of times, and there was never a point where he's trying to pull his gun out on me. Right. You know. So like I'm like, how do how do they get to the point where you're in a traffic stop, and now a gun is being pulled at you? And shooting. It's especially it's the shooting part. I can understand the gun, and I know that some cops out there are ready to pull out the gun. Oh, but I do I mean, believe I've seen videos where they're one hundred percent the wrong. Oh I yeah, mean, you know what I'm saying. But so. I do believe you gotta kiss some ass, man. Like I, it's kind of like your teacher. You know what I mean? You like if your teacher's telling you something, you're not just gonna be like, oh fuck you. You know what I'm saying? L. Like yeah, yeah. Like take but the L. Take the L. Like I like I hate people don't like that the example, but it's the truth. The Sandra Bland story, right? I, I said, if he had just stopped smoking the cigarette, she would have been alive. If you look at the whole video, the whole beef started 
because she didn't want to put out her cigarette. And then the cop got high and mad and shit went left. If you had just stopped smoking the cigarette, you probably would have been alive. I know it sucks. I know the cop is still in the wrong, but why couldn't you just do that? And I think that's one thing as black people, when we educate each other about police brutality, we also have to understand, yes, they are in the wrong. Yes, you know, they're supposed to to not panic, but you know they're not. Like, kind of like, be like, oh, he's black. I need to watch myself here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or both both parties got to do work. True, but it, yeah. but like I said, when you are this when you the one getting oppressed, you have to take the L and do more work. There's no way to do that. <laughs> you There's know? no way I'd want to be a cop right now, man. Oh, all this stuff going on. Like, I just don't want to be a cop I'm period. About, like anything though, like no yeah. no race in particular, like all like I'd be scared to go to somebody's window nowadays. People are getting shot left and right. I mean, there's all these, like, you know, terrorist bombs. There's regular people bombing, all these shootings. If I went to somebody's, like, house or something, I'd be scared. I'd have my hand close to my gun. I'm not saying I would just pull it out when I saw, like, a cigarette, but... At least have it resting on Right, that's what I'm saying, yeah, but, like, dang, I don't know. I feel for those, for some of them. You know, like, the ones are not obviously the crazy ones, but you know what I'm saying. The biggest thing they need to do with police reform is get cops that are from those areas. Don't give See, me I a like cop. That. I like that. Don't yeah. give me a cop that's from Kennesaw to go work Zone Six in Atlanta. Yeah, I like that. He just will not understand. Right, if, I get that. Yeah. Even, even if, if he's a black is. cop too, like even if he's a black guy from Kennesaw, don't put him in Zone Six. Area has no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, and even if you know that that's a very good point. And like, if they have a partner that has no type of affiliation with the area that they're in, put them with somebody who does. Right. Like, that's just like... I mean, honestly, I think that would help with the whole, like, you know, kind of shooting stuff. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. They'd like, be like, oh, okay, like, it's not a big deal. They're just, you know, they're, you know, hanging out or whatever the case may be. Yeah, this is what kids right. who live here yeah, do. That's, that's what they do. Kids in Douglasville area. hang out around the mall. Right. The cops come. Right. Yo, y'all gotta go. Let us get a cop from... Damn. Douglasville is just like a... I guess Kennesaw. Let us get a cop from Kennesaw down there. They're gonna be like, why are y'all still here? Right, yeah. Like, what, what reason do you have to be here? There's nothing to do in Douglasville. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes to Atlanta to do something. Right. So. I mean, I, I think that's just, like, an older person thing, too. I think they think if, like, somebody's, like, out just hanging out, some, something's going down. Like, we got to check this out. Wouldn't, like, in all reality, like, you might just be hanging out doing absolutely just nothing. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, there's nothing to do. You want to go, like, chill right here? So, I don't know. There's a lot of things. That's a good point, though. I definitely like that. One thing they... Um, I think Georgia needs to do because up north has it is parks, and I mean by like parks with basketball oh, courts, oh, not yeah. just tennis courts. I remember, <laughs> for real, like that's a pro- there's a reason stuff to do. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's yeah, a reason why they do. put tennis courts instead of basketball courts. Boston's up, but um, you know what's funny? I went to John Grant Park. John Grant Park. Um, I think that's the name of it, but uh, Grant Park in Atlanta. I went. This past weekend, they had a tacos and margarita uh, festival. When I tell you that's the first park I've been to in Douglas, I mean in uh, Georgia, well, Douglas, I I used to <clears throat> see parks all the time up north. You know, we had family reunions. It was always in a park. I think we've done like seven different parks total. That was the first park I've actually been to that people actually frequent in Georgia. Like I've never heard anybody talk about yo. Let's let's go to the park. You know, just kick it for a little bit. We did it in Valdosta because it was right next to campus. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It just feels weird saying that there's not really. Where am I going with this? I just feel like there's nowhere for like people to go. You know? 
Yeah. 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 That's what I was about to say. Yeah. And I mean, even neighborhoods now they don't have like you know spot like a like a yard or something like that half of the time. We're like after school or whatever. Like I mean, when I was a kid, I wouldn't play picked up football, pick up baseball, like whatever the case may be, whatever season it really was. That's what I went and did. So like I feel like they don't necessarily even have that nowadays. Well, that's video games and all that too. But so yeah, that's different. Yeah, I think they need to let kids have fun. Yeah. Like literally. Kids will be kids. Yeah. I mean, legit. Yeah. 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 Like I want to see a a group of sixteen year olds in the backwoods smoking weed. Like like I, I do. You know, because I, I, I would rather them be able to know where they are than not knowing. Because the more you tell them, don't do that, don't do that, and you They're try to you try to take away punishment, like now you try to put, like, blocks in the woods, they're going to go down and smoke weed at the rooftop of a school, you know? Or they're going to go do it at somewhere that's even worse, you know? That's, that's yeah. the thing. So at least when you know those areas, because you were 16 once, you know where to go. And whether in that state's legal or illegal, illegal you do what you got to do. But when you start telling them no and telling them that you can't do it now, okay, now they can't go to the woods. They can't do it in their car. They're going to go in the back bathroom of the school or the baseball field where nobody goes to. Wow. Now they're doing it in people's properties. And then that's why kids get in trouble. And then they're going to get caught. That one time a cop comes down there. And you just so happen to be smoking weed. So, yeah, I feel you on that. That's actually a really good point. But, okay, I do have a question, though. We were talking about technology earlier. How do you think the kids who are growing up with the technology that we didn't, that we have now that we didn't have as kids, how do you think they're going to handle adjusting to the real world? I think they're going to have a very hard time with it, believe it or not. You think so? Because the real world is technology now. Yes and no. I I want to say I don't want to say they're gonna have a hard time. I think that they're gonna expect like to be able to type in Google and get everything they need, which necessarily might not happen in a real world situation. Like at work, like just for instance, with mine, I can't type in Google how to fix something at work. You know what I mean? I need to have experience of what it actually is, and I don't, I don't, I mean, not, I don't want to put them all in one group, but I don't think they have the same kind of like people skills or even like the intuition or you know like the instinct that we might even had not saying that we're not far off from them but i think we kind of have like you know old school way mixed in with all the technology so i know how to play both sides of it you know i i can find out what i need on a computer but i also can read it in a book if need be i mean this is gonna be up to us to teach them yeah that's that's the thing um because now we're the teachers in school now we're the um lawyers we're the everything so we would have to teach them but i think the benefit those kids have, they are actually smarter than us because they're more like there's things ten year olds know now that I didn't know at ten. I, honestly, you know, and that's good. And that's good. I think it's just the world developing too. I think. Yeah, but that's good and bad though, because yeah. like a ten year old know about sex more than I knew <laughs> when I was ten. You know what I'm saying? So some ten year olds are really getting some already. So it's like sure. with, with no, because with the internet, right? There's no um, censorship. So a kid has a cell phone, he can look up everything. Yeah. Right? So what do you really tell that kid when he first faces first level of adversity at like 22? Where there isn't the answer to a situation you're in or there isn't a quick fix mm-hmm. and you have to actually go through it. And where some of us are affected by that right now. Because you got to think, we really was like 15, 14 when the wave came. It was booming, So yeah. we were still kids. Yeah. You know, we just was able to remember the time before right. to help us grow. I feel like me, for, I mean, I've, 
probably sound like an old person right here, but I feel like it was so simple, you know, back in the day. When the only phone I had was just a flip phone. Not to mention everybody just wouldn't sit on their phone, which I liked more. If I needed you, I'd call you. I didn't need to text you all day or, like, you know, be on Twitter and all that. Like, I, I saw this thing the other day on social media, so my point's kind of, you know, being hypocritical here. But, like, it was like, oh, I knew exactly where my friends were at when I saw this. And it was, like, a picture in front of a house with a bunch of bikes. Mm-hmm. Like, that There's no longer that doesn't exist anymore, I feel like. Yeah. Kids don't ride bikes no more. You know, you know, there's the um. There, I saw this meme. It had the the big green electrical box. You know, that's outside of people's yeah. houses. I have one of those outside of my house, but none of the neighborhood kids go to it. Really? Yeah, and like, uh, the kids in my neighborhood, it's like they they're actually outside. I think their parents make them go outside. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'd actually like to see a lot more of that versus kids sitting inside playing on the PS4 or right. Xbox One all day because you're not getting. The hands-on experience of what it's like to be outside. Like, you get hurt. You got to figure out how to deal with the then and there. Go get roughed up. Get in your first fight. You know, it's like, I feel like they don't do any of that anymore to an extent. Yeah, we play pick them up, mess them up every day right, like, after school. Go play some football. Go play baseball. Like, play some sports. Have fun with your friends. Get in altercations. Like, it's going to happen. Like, find, find out. Like, that's, I feel like that a lot of times that's when you, like, actually – you know, not learn about yourself, but, like, you get to experience some things at a young age. Like, 10 years old, like, oh, why'd you do that to me? And then, like, you're actually fighting, and then, like, you throw a couple hands, and, like, you're fine afterward. It's not, like, a big deal, but it it's just, like, the little things. I feel like one of my guys at work, he's like, yeah, I feel like my kids will never have that. They're 10. He's like, back when I was a kid, we'd have, like, this piece of, like, basically like a a field almost he's like and everything happened like people just go there and hang out he's like i had my first kiss there i had my first fight there i had my first home run there all that kind of stuff he's like and i feel like kids nowadays don't have that that's true and i think i mean which with each generation there's something lost from the past right so i feel like the 80s and the 70s they had more fun than we did i just feel like people in the 80s had much more yeah, and it's, and it's because of their recklessness, we couldn't be reckless. Just like if you look at sports, the NBA, they let Jordan and them fight. Now, you can't even you can't, you can't can't even do nothing. And I want them to fight because I play basketball. Sometimes you got to let it out. Yeah. You know, talking about sports, um, what y'all got going on for the playoffs? I hate the playoffs. I hate the Cavs. I hate the playoffs. Well, yeah, this, this year's playoffs is like everybody's getting blown out. No. It sucks. I've been a Boston Celtics fan since day one. But you grew up in Michigan. Shouldn't you be a Pistons fan with the bad uh, boys? Yeah, see, I grew up watching the Celtics and the Pistons. Okay. And I don't want it to seem like when the Pistons were winning, I was a because there's technically That's what it two. Seems like, yeah. Whatever. Because <laughs> technically, there's two sets of bad boys. Yeah. There's Isaiah Thomas and all of them. Then there's Chauncey and them, Mr. Big Shot. So, I will watch. You know, I'll watch Chauncey and them, but then as soon as the Celtics game turns on, I'm flipping to that channel. And I'll just bounce back and forth between commercials. So it's not like, you know, it's not like I'm a bandwagon. I've been doing this for years. I keep getting, I get asked the same questions every year. Because technically the Pistons and the Celtics hate each other. Well, they used to back in the day. So if I had to pick one team to support, I'm going to go with the Celtics. Hey, 17 championships. You can't hate on that. You can't. I'm a Celtics fan myself, but I'm a LeBron fan. You see, 
I'm a Celtics fan. I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a Celtics fan because I grew up in Boston and like I was there when like they won in '08. Like I was there. Like I was at the parade. So yeah. So it was. So it was like for me, it was like, oh, that's dope. However, LeBron. I saw LeBron at 16, like a high school game. I went to a LeBron high school game, and I'm like. This kid is 16. <laughs> That's what I look like when I'm 16. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I thought I was going to look like LeBron at 16 because I was like probably like eight. Or I, I, was like, I was like, I probably was like six, seven, really. Like first grade, second grade. And I was like, yo, this kid is 16. Um, So I've been a LeBron fan. So I, I'm rooting for the Cavs because the Celtics are not ready. I don't want the Celtics to go to the finals and lose. You know? So, so I don't mind them losing to LeBron right now. Just because it's LeBron. If it was another, if it was the Wizards, I would want them to beat the Wizards. But cause just because it's LeBron, I'll take the L as a Celtics fan. See, honestly, just because of size matchups, I'd rather see us play Golden State. But Golden State will thrash us. Yeah, they, they, we can't keep up with their scoring. I know. I know Especially that. Especially with Isaiah Thomas out, not a chance. Not a chance. But would you rather watch LeBron bully Jay Crowder, or would you, watch, would you rather watch Jay Crowder have a good matchup with Andre Iguodala? Iggy won't even play that many game, that many minutes. The only team in the NBA that can challenge the Warriors, which is the Cavaliers. Oh wait, wait, you said Charles. That can challenge the Warriors oh, yeah. is the is the Cavs. That's the only I team. Feel like John Wall and will have a good no. too. They play a lot more physically than a lot Celtics. of teams. They're not gonna beat the Warriors. They couldn't beat the Celtics. They really couldn't beat the Celtics. And the Celtics was playing with them because the Celtics gonna beat them in six if John Wall didn't make that three. Yeah. The Cavs are the only one. I personally hate the playoffs right now. I don't like the whole, like, two teams just dominating everybody. Except, you know, the Cavs right now. Who knows what's going to happen tonight. They're already losing. But, anyways, I don't like it. But I'd rather see at least the two Titans go at it than the Celtics and the Warriors. Just because I don't think that would be a good series. 51-41 now. Cavs are losing. 51-41? Cavs losing? What do you think the Cavs are losing? Do you think, do you, do you think the sports world is rigged? Like Super Bowls, NFLs. What's up, bro? Honestly, I say yes, but then I say no. Like the shot Ray Allen made for the Heat. Yeah, that couldn't be rigged. That's not rigged. That can't be rigged. But at the same time, I feel like it is. <laughs> you know, not that shot, but I feel like the situation the in general. Yeah. And with everybody consistently getting blown out, and then like the Celtics got they. Asses and then all of a the first the two games, and now the Celtics are competition. I mean, you know, I'm gonna support my team regardless. I don't care if we're blowing somebody out, and then the uh, roles change. But like, it seems a little bit scripted at this point. Like Warriors, Cavs, probably game or third final in a row. Oh my God! Let's see the winner take all here. Let's see who gets injured this year. Exactly. My other like, honestly. I think Kawhi probably could have played in that series later. Well, he hurt his ankle like three times in the same I mean, yeah, ten days. But, span. but but my thing is, did he actually hurt his ankle? He yeah. was walking off the court. Did Isaiah really get a hip injury? Yeah, yeah. Did Isaiah Isaiah's, really get a hip injury? Exactly. Yeah, Isaiah's injury is weird because like he's been hurt and he's been fine. Like, what happened? You got hit one did extra he, time. Did he get paid a few extra million dollars not to play? You know, or or did the basketball like? There's probably like a head office, you know, like like this is what's gonna happen this year, and y'all are gonna deal with it, you know. But I feel like somebody would snitch by now. So many years of NBA sports or NFL sports, somebody would have messed up. I mean, up. come on, who could have scripted the New England Falcons game? 
Yeah, that was scripted. That game was rigged. I don't care what nobody say. That game was completely rigged. I 100% hate the Falcons, and I love Tom Brady. But come on, 28 to three. How do you blow that? You can you you can rig a football game more than you can rig a basketball game. Because all you gotta do is make messed up calls. I mean, look at the past couple. Like (laughs) the Warriors blowing a three to one lead. The 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 uh, that had to be Rick. Cleveland blew a three three to one lead. The Falcons game, like I mean, all this is it for just our entertainment? They want to see everything go to game seven and everything to just be like, oh my god! So they all just actors. So if that's the case, yeah, but you know that. It's just as a kid you didn't know that. I mean, I don't think it's fake, but I think they basically have a a game plan of what's gonna happen. They know who's taking the L. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think. I mean, I don't want to say that because, like, I love sports. So, like, if that actually came out one day and that, like, was the truth, I would be so hurt. But my thing is we played sports. We played organized sports, like, high school level or whatever. And you know that wasn't real. You weren't in a business. This is a business. (laughs) There's billions of dollars involved in this. This isn't just like, oh, we're playing a, you know, a game on the weekend in a tournament. Okay, since since we're talking about business now, do y'all think that college players should be paid? Okay, this is the thing with college players being paid. All of them, like let, let's think about takes this A and M when Johnny Look at Johnny, Johnny made brought shoes learning Fournette the same kind of situation. Yeah, Johnny brought about half a billion dollars to that school. Mm-hmm. Should the fucking third string center get paid too off of the money Johnny brought to that school, or should it just be Johnny? You know, that's the thing. How do you gonna? It's a sticky situation because you can't you can't give players salary like caps. Somebody got to get paid. If it's college players, they either all got to get paid the same. Or now you're going to create salary caps, right? So now if Duke can afford me more than Kentucky, I'm just going to go to Duke yeah. now. So, you know, like so this is, you know, so. NBA. That would be like NBA powerhouse teams in college. I mean, think about yeah. it too, because, I mean, I mean, they're not getting paid, but they obviously they go to school for free, half of them. They get meals. They get free shit. I mean, they get everything under the sun. They, they're treated like gods there. I mean, yeah. let's be real. I don't think they should get paid to play basketball. But if they're nice and they're more ca- and they can have like a fame base or market them somehow, Adidas should give them a call while I'm they're saying, in college and if, give them a contract. No, I know they can't have like their names on the back. But if you're selling a number seven jersey last year, it's a Fournette jersey. When Tyron Matthew was there, it was a Tyron Matthew jersey. You know what I mean? Like so, and you're putting them on cups. You're putting them on whatever. You're having them do like the pregame announcements. I'd be like, why am I doing all this if I don't get anything for it? You know what I mean? So. That's what's sticky, but like you said, like nobody's gonna buy the defensive ends. Well, maybe some, but like you know, an offensive tackle. Like nobody's gonna buy their jersey. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like I, I want them to get some type of pay, but not necessarily for playing the sport. But I feel like if I'm Nike and I saw Lonzo when he was in UCLA, I should be able to give him a contract. If I'm Adidas, I could do the same. Or if I'm Sprite, I don't even want to talk about him. It's a shame. Him. I don't want him to do good because of his dad. But Why? I don't, I don't know. Because I don't want to hear his dad. I hate his dad. I like what his dad's doing. No, his dad's doing too much. Too but, much. But he's marketing himself. He's marketing his son. But will that hurt his son? It's, it's, I don't think his son's a hooper, thing. man. His son can't fail. Like, his son's actually good. Like, there's we'll no see, way he can we'll turn see. out bad. We'll see, like, we'll there's no way. Because at least he can pass. Like, at least he can at least become Rondo. We'll <laughs> like, like <laughs> if anything. Bare minimum, bare minimum he could become... <laughs> bare minimum, he can we'll become see, Rondo. We'll see, <laughs> see, I don't think that LeVar's marketing Lonzo in a very fashionable way. He's going it's about it. A lot of people off. Yeah, it is. It's making a lot of people not even want to be involved with the ball family. Just like, I got a homeboy who bought a, uh, the big baller brand shirt. 
And people are clowning him, just like when Truck Fit first came out. They're looking at Big Baller Brand like first generation shirt Truck Fit. Like nobody's gonna support it. And I think like LeVar needs to relax. Like I wouldn't want my pops out here saying all of this off the wall shit. But then you have to But we're talking about him right now, so I don't understand how you can tell this guy to relax and we're talking about him right now. I mean it's <laughs> like they say, no bad no press is bad press, but Yeah. If I was a kid, I wouldn't I'd be like, yo, dad, shut up. Exactly. Yeah, I mean like there there has to be a point where Lonzo and the rest of the brothers, you have to have a sit down with him, what's man the, to man. Yeah, what's the youngest one? Lamelo. Lamelo. Yeah, he's gonna be the nicest. Yeah, his bullshit game is <laughs> ninety point game. Or whatever. That was he's still way, gonna be the that nicest. That was the worst thing I've ever watched. Yeah, I, I think I think Lamelo has the most potential because he sees how his brothers being perceived. You know, tall as point guard. I don't see the second brother really doing too much as far as basketball. Uh, I watching the um, what, what high school did I go to? Uh, Chino Hills. Yeah, yeah, Chino Hills. Watching the Chino Hills highlights, like, the, what's his name? I, See, that's the thing. I know Lonzo and I know the middle child. The middle child, and but you know what about him? That's gonna be nice. He's gonna be like a a JJ Redick type of player. A sleeper. Yeah, he's he's gonna be in the league just because he knows how to shoot. He's gonna be on a roster, we'll while the other two brothers might be stars. You know. And he can become a star on his own. Lonzo being a star. Lonzo's good, man. I just don't see him being a star. I don't see him. I don't see him being a KD. I can see him be a Jason Kidd. Get out of here, bro! The kid as legendary as Jason. Hell yeah! No, bro. The kid can do everything. I'll give. I'll give Lonzo. Okay, I see him as Tracy McGrady before the injuries. Let's say if T-Mac never got hurt, how do you think T-Mac would have ended his career? He's he's impactful. At the end of the day, Lonzo's impactful. That's we the only... We haven't seen him play in the NBA exactly. yet. We haven't seen LeBron, him. but we already knew what was no, about no, to happen. Don't compare high school LeBron to freaking... No, no, you can't. High school LeBron was a man amongst toddlers, all right? Like, no, you can't. I'm just saying, man. I see that kid play. I'm like, okay, he can pass. He can shoot. He can play defense, and he's tall for his position. Eight out of ten times, you you have a decent career. It's ugly, but it's ugly, but it goes in. Hey, hey, Sean Marion had a whole career. He made an All Star team because of his ugly shot. Um, that's what he's gonna be. Okay, who do y'all? That's fine. Have a brighter future: Zion Williamson or Alonzo Ball? Zion. Zion is a baby Shaq that can actually do a crossover, and Zion is only sixteen. So like the dude's not even a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, he's a freak. <laughs> the job that I just recently quit. We used to go up to Swanee Sports Academy because we we were partnered with them. Well, they're partnered with them. You know how many? Yeah, you know how many freak of nature athletes there there are. There's, I just I talked to an eighth grader. This dude's like six seven, and the fucking eighth grade. Bro, that's nothing. I did I did work for the NFL flag football leagues, right? I had an 11-year-old that was six feet tall. and A guy at work, his kid, when he was 11, was 6'8". Six, eight. What up, 6'8"? Six, eight. Six, what kind of shit was I swear, he had it. Or he was like 14. He was like 6'8", something like that. And I'm like, I'm like, how? That's how? Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, how are you like 14, 15, whatever he was at 6'8"? Oh, man. That's crazy. But, hey, 
We're about to dip off, man. This is a typical just for the hell of it episode, too. As you can see, we went from college, like we had something planned, and then we went to talk about relationships and, and stupid stuff to wanting to be like the next sports center. That's what we're about. We talk about random we talk about random topics that just comes in the top of our head in the flow of conversation. That's just what we're all about. Like I said, as we continue to grow in the podcast game, we want to give you more and more in-depth conversations. I have more and more exclusive guests. I want to thank Steven for coming out. Shop Give Humanity. Shop Give Humanity. Steven got a Give Humanity shirt on. I got a Give Hat. You need to go get a hat. GiveHumanity.com. Go to the hat selection and get any hat you want. Yeah, we're trying to go to Kenya at the end of the year. So if you buy a hat, most likely you're going to help somebody out in Kenya. So thank you. Give humanity just for the hell of it. And we're out. Peace.